This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Number one pick in the NHL draft, but the minute can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make him need to run. That's Lord Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. Let it breathe, and then you <laughs> pop on the air and you say, hello! <laughs> DPHR on Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. I mean, today's Wednesday. You love the Wednesday. Love the Wednesday. Favorite day of the week. Yeah, because you get Stump Rothenberg, 745. Right, halfway through, Stump Rothenberg puts me in a good mood. People are ready, I'm ready. Right, you got stuff you missed at 915. Always. I mean, get the three stars. the best segment in radio. We, we have uh, Evan, I, I believe it's Drellich. It could be Drellich. But he has a new book on the Astros cheating scandal. He will join us at 8.30 this morning. Nice. Some good questions for him. You know, some real good questions for him. And, and you know what you get today? February the 15th of 2023. Have any idea? February 15th, we have pitchers and catchers. That's right. Yeah, buddy. The Mets are reporting today. Hello! The Yankees reporting tomorrow, two weeks from today, Rick. Two weeks from today, you flip the calendar to March the 1st. How about that? It's going by too fast. How so? It's going by too fast. Oh, this is uh, weather-wise. This is the greatest winter I've ever I've ever dealt with. In yeah, my right. 50 Except years if here. you bought your kids like a bunch of new like, like sleds and other stuff to use for the snow. Well, I, I imagine at some, at some winter in when? the future we're going to get some when? snow. I don't know. So you feel like you've wasted all that money? Not they just you have an alpaca farm that that you receive right. no funds from. And the money that you feel like you've wasted is on the sleds. I mean, but they're for the beautiful, winter. happy animals. These, this is just it's sleds and boxes. Well, resell them then. You can resell to who? I don't know. I wouldn't resell them. Some someone that lives in a cold weather area. <laughs> <laughs> resell them to snow someone is in, gone, in right? Colorado. It's gone. I was expecting one good, nice snow. Well, I will tell you this. I looked at because you know I'm a um, a connoisseur of the weather. Right. I looked ahead uh, on my iPhone and I did see <laughs> next Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We have uh, some snow in the forecast wow. now. Now, that's early. Okay. That's a full week out. Right. I don't know what, in fact, happens, but next Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we might get some snow. You might be able to take out those sleds. A little cold spell. All right. Yeah. All right. Look forward to that. Unlike How today. you are. Days and weeks in this advance. Is, you know, this is, this is what, what I do. do. I'm, I'm very accomplished in many different areas. <laughs> many different areas. This portion of the show is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant, shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. So the, I guess the two things, Rogers obviously still a huge topic. Uh, Mets reporting. You, it's funny, you, I come in today, first thing you say about the Mets, you're like, yeah, you know, 
a little concerned about the Mets, and I'm I'm uncertain why you're a little concerned about the Mets, but. No, I don't think concerned. It's not concerned. So you, said, you said I'm a little no, no, it was uneasy. Not, it's not. It's not overly concerned. It was. I'll, I'll tell you this. I felt a whole hell of a lot better when Carlos Correa, with, with the thought of Carlos Correa sure. in that lineup. I just get nervous sometimes. I mean, you see it in in all these sports um, that you have a season where you have a bunch of guys have really good kind of career years, and it's just natural to have to have a step you know step back. Like Jeff McNeil just won the batting title. Is Jeff McNeil going to have that same kind of season? Maybe probably, not. Probably not. Maybe not. Right? Pete Alonso, great season. Francisco Lindor, great season. Yeah. Like, I think that's who so, they so are. So your thought is they were so good, they can't duplicate that again. How do you get to where you were? Well, no, I think, I, I hope Bull, they bullpen can. Bullpen better. Yeah, bullpen's better. Right? Starting pitching staff is definitely going to be, I mean. Should be as good. Right. And hopefully more available. Right. Because, yeah, I mean, you didn't really have DeGrom last year. Right. Verlander healthy, right? I, I just think that the questions that we were asking ourselves last season, being maybe one bat light. Is still a question. I think you still could be. My my take on that is if this was the Wilpine Mets, you're like, oh god, you're a bat light. No, you you're... say, you, but you say that. And last year we said the same exact thing. And all you did was beat the table. Wait till the deadline. I, yeah, had no... I was wrong. Well, I know. So how could you be so confident now? Well, because they they were all in on Correa. They they wanted Correa. It fell apart. No fault of their own. I just uh, listen. I I do have a an a blind faith that Steve Cohen. We'll get to the deadline if the Mets are in fact a bat short, and say, you know what? Let's remedy that. Go out there and get me the bat. Now, I mean, I the know. man's buying Super Bowl commercials. Yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> Those are good, though. By the way, they they're all right. Yeah, you got Lindor, you got Diaz. So, so I was watching uh, the news last night at six o'clock, the local ABC uh, Channel Seven News, and Ryan Field is down at Port St. Lucie. He's the sports anchor, and he did some sit down with some of the Mets, and it was fun. Like they they love it. They're happy. They're excited. Like to to be a Met has a different feeling now than it. Did I don't know, even five years ago? Well, five years ago, I mean, uh, two years ago. I mean, I think the I think the big difference has been the addition of Buck Showalter. I think the second he steps into that clubhouse, he got interviewed on this piece. It I was saw. a mess, man. And, that clubhouse and, was a mess. And he was asked, like, what makes a successful season? He's like, if we win our last game. He's like, if we win the last game of the season, is what makes it a successful season. Buck is chasing that. Well, of course he's chasing it. I mean, that's the missing piece for him. Like he's been known to be able to build you up to get you to a point, and then he leaves, and then the next guy, next guy know, comes in and takes you over the across top. the yeah. finish line. Right, right. It's time. It is time, and he's got like this is a great situation for him. He's got the ownership up top. Um, he's got, I mean, the, who's empowered his his GM to go out and spend money? Because right now, there's, I mean, as you try to develop your farm system and build your farm system, the best way to be competitive is to go spend your money. He's spending tons of money, and. Now it's up to the guys in the field to go out and play and play well. I'm I'm so excited. For I do. I am so telling excited. you right now. You know how much I love the Mets. Like just like March 30th down in Miami. No, forget even March 30th. Like I was looking at. So there was some talk. So I guess uh, Scherzer just bought a house not too far from from, from where I live. Yeah. yeah. And we were talking about it, and then I'm like, dude, you got Scherzer, you got Verlander. Like you go up and down, like Lindor. Like the team is loaded. 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 You have star power all over the right. place. No, I mean, your Correa. first baseman's a star. McNeil's a, I mean, not that he's level. A star. But he's, he's a good player. Yeah, real good player. Well, Mar- Marte title. is excellent. Nimmo's a really good player. Lindor's a star. Diaz. Yeah, I mean, Diaz, Verlander, Scherzer. Oh, God knows what Senga's going to be. Right, you have if no he, idea. If he's really good, oh, you know, that, he'll be a huge star here in New now, York. The pitch is not a real ghost, if you're wondering. Oh, no. I learned that. It's, yeah, it's in the commercial. I learned that in the commercial. Not a real ghost. I was concerned that there was like, <laughs> ooh. It was going to get scary, but I guess that's not the case. All right, so we will get into the Mets today. 1-800-919-3776 and the expectations and, and how exciting, uh, in fact, we are about the Mets. But, you know, I, I heard pieces of Aaron Rodgers on McAfee, and 
I like Aaron Rodgers, and he is, in my mind, one of the greats of all time. Gets me nervous that you're linking everything you potentially are but it's to, all Aaron, of it, to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but it's not just Aaron Rodgers. Because I was thinking that same exact thing. I mean, they, what they've done is put themselves in the, in the best possible position to make themselves as attractive as possible. But, I mean, it's the same thing with Derek Carr. It's like just this foregone conclusion, like because that would be the question, right? Do you take, you know, do you do you take the big swing at Derek Carr now because he's the only quarterback available, or do you risk waiting for Aaron to come out of this darkness retreat and Derek Carr's already signed? Here's the thing, though. That's a big question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can have Plan A. You can have Plan B, Plan right. C, and everything else. If Plan A and it should be, and it is, it has to be Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Right. And plan B is Derek Carr. He's still a free agent, man. Like you still have to make like. You're still trying to sell yourself to Derek Carr. Right. So you have no control of any of this. Listen, t- tell me right now. You look at the, the NFC. Easier conference, right? You would agree with that? Not even a question. Yes. Okay. Look at the NFC South. That is a division with Carolina, who's not very good. Atlanta, who's not very good. All looking for quarterbacks. Right? And if you if you look at the Saints, Saints defense pretty good. You, Michael Thomas. If he's back. If he's back. The, the kid they drafted, Olave. Right? Kamara. Kamara. Yep. I mean, that's, that's a team. That has some real talent. You go there. You you don't tell me you're Derek Carr. You're not immediately the favorite right. to win that I mean, division. Car- I mean, listen, like there could be attraction to Frank Reich in Carolina. Absolutely, there could. Yeah, but but this again, there's you can only do so much to make yourself as attractive as possible. And if it's you know if it's hiring you know Nathaniel Hackett or it's you know bringing in Todd Downing or it's you know the amount of money you're going to spend, like. At the end of it, Derek Carr could just say to himself, New York's not a great fit for me. I absolutely think he could. Or the Jets could do the same. They could look at him and say, you know, something about him is just not right. He's not great in cold weather. I was reading well, something. I got it right here. Well, you want the stats? Yeah, give me the stats. All right, so uh, Carr is, and again, this is not just him. The, 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 win, the win-loss stat for a quarterback is not always on the quarterback. I get it. But he's 12-44 and 44 against playoff teams. And That's he's, awful. And he's 2-10 with a QBR of 33.6 which is 45th out of 47 qualified quarterbacks, a 58% uh, completion percentage, and 14 touchdowns to 14 interceptions in games where the temperature is 40 degrees or colder. I mean, 12-44 and 44 against playoff teams. But, but, Carr has started the most games in the league since 2014. So availability, he's going to be there for you. Right. All right, so do you remember the game show Let's Make a Deal? Originally it was Monty yeah. Hall, and I think they, they, they have it. Wayne Brady, Wayne Brady hosts yeah. it now, yeah. Um... I'm gonna, very I'm talented, gonna, Wayne Brady. Very talented. Very what was talented. the show we used to do? What, what's Who's Your Line? What's Your Line? Remember oh, that show? I used to love that show. Whose Line Is It Anyway? The, the improv show. That was a, Hilarious. a very funny right. show. Yes. Him and Chappelle. The, his skit in Chappelle was one uh, of the he, best. Very, very funny. So Drew Carey was on that show, I think, also. Yeah. Um, and Colin Mockery was a funny uh, Irishman, I believe. Good cast. Yeah. Very good cast. And then they had that tall guy. Very good show. Tall, Anyhow, yeah, the tall guy was funny. Very, very yeah. funny. Um, so if I offered you right now Derek Carr, because here's the thing. I don't know that you're going to have a chance at Derek Carr once Aaron Rodgers finally makes that decision. of Because we, we found out yesterday he hasn't even started the, the darkness retreat, right? We thought he was going on Monday. He was on McAfee yesterday. He says he's going later in the week. So Derek Carr, at any point now, he doesn't have to wait for the start of the, the calendar year, can become a free agent. So if you're the Jets, like let's make a deal. Do you take what's behind door number one? It's safe. Right, they give you the showcase. It's Hold safe. on, before you but before you ask me this question, yeah. I want to ask you this question all because right. of your tremendous athletic ability. And I don't, I don't find that to be endearing no. at all. Well, because you're going to be Derek Carr for this question. Okay, if you're Der- Derek Carr, you're Derek Carr. All right, is it benefit you now to go sign before Aaron Rodgers makes his decision or now after? Because the second Aaron Rodgers signs, now it's you're the hot commodity. Panic mode for a lot of these teams. 
Yeah, but now I want to be beholden to whenever Aaron Rodgers decides. Well, well you still, I mean, you can still, I mean, you yeah, have to wait. You I mean, squad the quarterbacks have to wait till March anyway. Right, you can. But isn't the advantage I have that I can sign first? Well, I think the advantage is how many, I mean, your real advantage in any kind of situation like this is how many teams want you. Teams want him. No matter what happens with Aaron Rodgers, teams are going to want him, right? The Jets are going to be involved in one of these guys. Carolina, New Orleans, we know what the Colts are going to do. The Titans, the Ra- no, he's not going to go back to the Raiders, team, well, but they're a team that right, needs a quarterback teams, too. I mean, which teams have real serious interest in Aaron Rodgers? The Raiders. Okay, well, the Raiders aren't going to go with I mean, that's, it sounds like if it's, if it's not him, it's going to be draft a quarterback or maybe Jimmy Garoppolo. Did, did you see Mark Davis, by the way? Is that real? I, I don't know. Santiago, you're you're good with the social media. He's probably not really paying attention at this moment. But Santiago, you sent us the the text of that. Is that legitimate? Is that is that Mark Davis that shaved his head all the way down? That went all Breaking Bad. Yeah, is that him? It's a rumor. It can't be confirmed, but it's out there. That Luffy makes would... me feel like what he had on the top of his head was a wig. Why? <laughs> he well, looks so much yeah, better. They bald. make wigs like that. Yeah, Hang they on. make wigs like. But to go from that, and it wasn't like he was bald. He like would drive four hours to get that haircut, unless he's sick of driving four hours to just straight bald. Is like that's a big yeah, but the bald looks so much better. Yeah, so, I don't so know. we don't we don't know that that in fact is I legitimate. can't confirm it. I cannot confirm it. I'm gonna have to look that. Up. If you haven't seen the photos of Mark Davis, the Raiders owner with no hair, it's it's a really good look in comparison to what. Well, anything is a good look. Yeah, but not a great look. I mean, still not great <laughs> like, look. True. I mean, the man walks around with the fanny pack on and only wears white. Yeah, but I'm looking at the the photos of what his hair looked like before. It's it's so it's well, so he's Lloyd. It's I mean, he's, so bad. It's Lloyd Christmas. Like, hey, pull over, you pumpkin pie haircutted freak. That's what I, you would say to him. I mean, this 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 looks. He's an this interesting looks guy. Legit. Very interesting guy. I think they said. I mean, I don't know if he did it or not, but wasn't there rumors early on like he wanted to have his his new mansion built like identical to the new stadium? <laughs> like he wanted his house really? to look like the stadium. Doesn't he get like like his big excursion for food is PF Chang's? Loves right? it. Yeah, with his flip phone. I mean, I like PF Chang's too. Delicious, the Mongolian but, beef. But oh. if I told, but if I told you every big meal you get is going to be PF Chang's, I think you would you would grow tired of that. No, I, I'm the wrong person to ask. Really? Yeah, like I could eat the same. So thing you're one of those people every day. That, that if I said you can have a bagel with some sort of every different day. topping every different day, you would sign for that. Yeah, I eat this. I could eat the same thing every single day. Every single day. Every day. Pizza every day. Well, no, I mean, uh, just like that's not in my. I don't eat pizza every day, but I could if you told me. If like, I told you you don't gain weight and there's no health concerns, I would eat but every you could day. have pizza for every, every meal. meal. Every meal. That would be that. What would, what would be your lock away food? The one food that you every day. I've been asked day, this question so many times. It would, it's between pizza and pasta because I can do so much with both. Probably pizza. How about the bagel though? Yeah, I love the bagel, and there's so many things you can do with the bagel. It is a nice vessel. But I'm thinking I can go, I mean, no, because I can get bacon, egg, and cheese, and bacon, sausage, and cheese. Oh, yeah, you can. I mean, yeah, they're right there. It's probably those. I mean, pizza, at some point you're going to tire of pizza. I don't know, but I can have breakfast pizza, buffalo chicken pizza, just yeah, there's, a, there's many different kinds of I mean, pizza. it's delicious. People put pineapple on pizza. No. I don't like no, that. I don't believe in that. No, neither do I. No, I don't like that. I don't, my wife likes all that salty, sweet I stuff. I think pasta's a mistake. Why? Because I, I mean, bagel. You put you put egg and cheese. You now have a real legitimate breakfast. Yeah, but I can have. Listen, I can have a carbonara, which is I mean, for breakfast, nine thirty in the a, morning. What do you mean? It's delicious. I don't want carbonara for breakfast. You haven't had it made the right way, then. No, I don't want pasta for breakfast. Oh my goodness, you're missing out. It's delicious. Do you think I'm making a mistake? No, but I like the bagel idea, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Bagel, you can go. That's so right there. Tuna. I mean, tuna on a bagel. Salmon, chicken salad on a bagel. Chicken salad. Yeah. 
Well, well, you might have just rocked my whole world. Sorry. Because I've said pizza the entire time. Now I just made, made just you change right over? In. Right in. All right. 1-800-919-3776. So Rich Samini, you know him. He covers the Jets. He's very, very good. He's terrific. Uh, he was on the K Show yesterday. They have a he, lot of guests. On the K Show? A lot of guests. They, they like their guests. We Love have a guest it. today. Yeah, I can't wait to have. Well, he's, I mean, he's got some serious insight. This is the guy, by the way. Broke it. That, that f- did the research and found that the Astros were cheating. So I guess the question is, if you're a Yankees fan, do you want to hear what he has to say, or you're like, I don't even want to hear well, what no, he has to say? Let's not get into this now because I have. I, I mean, I feel just having played played in the NHL and known sports, like there's a reason why there's a, a saying: if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Right. And then it's up to you to decide what the or whoever to decide what that line is between gamesmanship and cheating. And when you know RJ sent us that article, I mean, the, the, pretty much the difference between being, being the Astros and then everyone else that was doing it. Was if you're doing it the right way in the gamesmanship then way, it's fine. Well, no, you have to wait for the guy to get the second before right, you right, can right. cheat. That, but it wasn't then, cheating. Then, then it's okay. But if you do before he gets into scoring position, right. now it's if like you've a, streamlined a it, where forbidden we don't, area. We don't need the runner now. Right now it's the forbidden fruit. All right, so I don't know if you know this. I got yelled at yesterday by who? Oh, Ma- by the man- I was here by management. He was he was serious. Yeah, too. no, he was very serious. break now. They, break. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You see what I did there? Like a sommelier. You let it breathe. You, you, let it, you let it breathe. I told you, my rookie party in Dallas got in big trouble. For letting it breathe? No, I didn't let it breathe. No, you didn't let they it breathe. They brought it out, corked it. And you just started right slugging away? Right out of the bottle. You drank it out of the bottle? I had to. Why? That's because it was it was just sitting there. <laughs> and I was already... They didn't have bad, wine glasses? I was in a bad spot. Really? You've never been to a rookie party, dude. Nope. This, it gets wild. You really? would flourish Why don't, Why don't we have a rookie party? Well, we kind of did. And we split it. Kind of, I mean, it was. What was that rookie party? Well, we went to our our 
show dinner. That I was nice. Should, I had a very nice time at the show dinner. I think we should make sure that we do a couple of those. I think we should do a at least twice a year show dinner. Maybe, yeah, well, once a month maybe would be nice. And with it, there is, what if it's a lunch? Stop it. No, once no, a, what if it's a lunch? There is zero chance we're Post doing once lunch. a month. Post-show lunch. We could do that, like a brunchish. Whatever. Why, why don't Why don't we do this? Why don't we aim for quarterly, four times a year? Because I think we're going to aim for monthly. That's too much for us. But we aim for quarterly, small steps. So by the end like, of just March, make, like make the playoffs. Like if you're the Jets, I made the playoffs right. in twelve get, years. Just Just get in. Just get in. It'd be a wild card team. Just get in. I think we do it. We start this by the end of March. We agree that we go out for a post show, whatever brunch, lunch, whatever you want to say. I like that a little celebration of of just, uh, of, just us. Us. of us of us ce- uh, a celebration of us. I like that. We had a rookie party in Miami at one point where we spent the entire afternoon at the Clevelander, which is an awesome. Spot. I know that. That's where they uh, shot the Levitard show, right? Yeah, rented some some real sketchy motel rooms, got dressed, and then went out. And when I tell you, by ten o'clock at night. The bill that we had to cut everyone off. Really, dude. There was guys walking around with caviar in their back pockets, like it was like. <laughs> but why? Because I because uh, it's don't just understand. Like, it's like a license to get crazy for some reason. But uh, but guys are wa- like they're spending thousands of thousands. dollars just just to spend it. Yeah. Uh, RJ, would you sign in for the quarterly brunch? I think that's our best path to success. Yes, Raymond. I know you're busy. But w- just one day by the end of March, would you sign on for a quarterly brunch? Listen, I can commit to it. The, qu- the question is, can you? Of course. Is it too much to ask that we can get Raymond a pay raise where he can only just do the show? Is that It's a morning show. I'm going to tell you right now, yes, it's is too, too much. Is, it's yeah, too much. Yes, I think there is zero chance that happens. Firstly, I think he likes the status. Like he he is the Knicks and the Rangers guy, and he does the pregame. It's and a he, big headache though, I, I, and it's a lot Late of hours. lot of lack of sleep. How about what he has tonight? He's got he, two games tonight. He has the Knicks at seven. He has the Rangers at ten. So, so Rangers ends at what time? Twelve forty. If I'm lucky. If he's lucky. No, and then you got the post game. Yeah, he's got to mm-hmm. sleep here. And yeah, so so now you're looking at a one fifteen. They sign off. One fifteen. He's got to be back here at five o'clock in the morning. You, you, you. Not like I haven't done it before. I, well, listen, you're, yeah, you're you can a do it, professional. It should you do it, but you're going to be exhausted. No, like you're slowly killing yourself. As it's well. just one day. Yeah, it's just one day. I like here. that mindset. It's just one day warrior. there. It's just one day. Uh, well, he knows that Thursday couple opens. Of weeks. Thursday opens tomorrow, and he's got to be here because we know what happens when he's not here. For the All Thursday hell breaks open. loose. It absolutely dies. All right, here's Rich Semini on ESPN Radio, not the K Show. ESPN Radio proper. Do the Jets have a real chance at Aaron Rodgers? I think they have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers. I really do. I think it's either going to be Green Bay or the Jets for for Rodgers. I have a hunch that maybe he stays in Green Bay, in which case I think the Jets would pivot, and maybe Jimmy Garoppolo then would be their starter to open it up. I I don't think the Jets are going to get Derek Carr. I, I sure think they're going to be interested, but I think Rodgers is the one they want. See, Rich is of the mindset that the Packers are still a real option. Well, it would make. I mean, you said it earlier in the show. I mean, if, that's your if easiest his, path to success, right? Yes. Like, if his goal is to to try to win another Super Bowl, and he comes out of the darkness and he thinks that he wants to, you know, there's something you know special for him, you know, being a Green Bay Packer for life, and doesn't want to, you know, fall in the footsteps of Brett Favre, which is really the most amazing part of this whole. Is thing. that he couldn't stand the way Favre acted, and now he is Brett Favre, right? It. I mean, it, it's it's like the same exact story. 15 years later. Exactly right. It's unbelievable. The young quarterback sitting behind him. I don't care if there's a young quarterback. I'm going to be the guy. And Is he going to retire? Is he going to come back? Is he going to retire? Is he going to come back? Okay, he's coming back. 
Sign him to a three-year deal. Well, is he going to retire? Is he going to get traded? What's happening? We're in the midst of it. And, and you know what the craziest part of this whole thing is? You're talking about two of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the sport. And they only have one championship each. And they only won two Super Bowls. Yeah. Having that run of great quarterback play and only winning two Super Bowls. Over a 30-year span. It is, it is pretty remarkable. Well, it's almost going to be like with the Lundquist-Sturkin run here. If you guys don't want to stay on the cup out of this. You're talking about yeah. a seamless... No, what do you mean, yeah? You're no, talking no, about no, a seamless... No. Henrik Lundqvist is a Hall of Fame goalie. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Shosturkin is on on but those, pace, the, but but it's almost felt like Lundqvist carried th- those Rangers teams were not great teams. Okay, that's fine, but I'm just saying that very rarely do you have a run where you go. I mean, it's that seamless to go from a Hall of Famer to another Hall of potential Hall of Famer. Shosturkin's awesome. I, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying. I think Darkin, it's, you know this that that hockey's so hard to win. It's the hardest to win. I know that. I'm just saying, like at, at some point, you would imagine when you have a like, you have that much well, I think, stability. I think they will. I think within the next six years, the Rangers are going to win. They're in a good spot now. Yeah, they're in a very good yeah. spot right now. Um, now. God forbid my team can win a game against. I mean, how do you keep losing all these games? How do you lose that make, game? That's goalie terrible making, loss last night. Coley making his NHL debut. Ottawa coming off a back to back where the game went into overtime. You have a power play in overtime. Yep, and you're losing the shootout. Very bad. Awful. And they're still right there. Yeah, but you can't keep affording to drop. I mean, you dropped the point to Montreal. And Vancouver, to Ottawa. Ugh. And nothing from the Vancouver game. You six goals in that game. Ugh. Yeah, not not very good. All right, so I'm going to put you on the spot right now. I want an answer. I don't want you to ham. I don't want you to haul. Rogers. Okay. Rod, you're going to wait. So if Derek Carr, he's he's close to the Saints. He comes to the Jets. He says, listen, give me give me a four-year deal. I think there's a bunch of teams you're competing against with Derek Carr. Re- regardless of that. If no, he no comes, I think that's, but no, I think that's part of but it. But if he comes to you and says, I want to be, I want to be a Jet. I'll wait. You, you, you'll wait I'll for wait. Aaron Rodgers. Everything I've done has been to to try to get Aaron Rodgers. I'm committed now. All my chips, all Woody Johnson's chips have been put right in the middle of the table. So, so is it fair to say if you don't land Aaron Rodgers, you will be heartbroken? I will be. I told you. I'll run around outside of the news I'm not naked. I'm not you to run around naked. You told me. You, just, you want to run around Kinda. naked. That's the truth. All right, so let me ask you this now. Did you effort getting Rodgers on the show yet? I made a phone call yesterday. Okay, and yeah. we have any. Well, I was of, told he's going into darkness, so I, I understand. I'll we'll have to wait. But so you started the process yep. of getting Rodgers on the show, right? Okay. I don't Good. know if it's going to work. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to deal with McAfee the, is the ultimate end result. No, I'm trying. All I want I'm you to efforting. do is try. That's all I'm looking for from you. Uh, you want to hear from Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee show? I do. All right, here he is asked about his future. So are you saying, like, can we count on talking to you next year on Tuesdays on your off day when you're playing for the Packers? Listen, I would love to continue uh, with it. It's a lot of fun for me. Regardless of what I decide to do, I would love to uh, continue to talk to you guys in some capacity. We'll kind of meet that bridge when we uh, when we get there. Green Bay, hey, home sweet home. 18 years, man. That's a long time. That's, that's always going to be home. How about that? It feels like every time he talks, he's leaving. Like if you know you've been there already, there's no, there's nothing new, right? You would just say, you know the coach, you know the GM, you know who's playing there, you know the city, you know the stadium. I'm sure you had a conversation like, are we all in? Are we all like, what are we doing here? You have a pretty good feel for what's happening. If he said to that, I think if he said to them, I want X, Y, and Z, let's go get that done and run it back one more time. I would think they would do that for him. Well, see, I don't know that though, because I mean, a lot of the talk once that season ended and they didn't beat Detroit was Green Bay is going to make some decisions that Aaron's not going to like. And that could be the impetus for him to want out. All right, so maybe it is. Maybe maybe you're the well, but here's beneficiary the thing, of that. Well, here's the other thing the Jets can offer too. Is like, hey, hey, listen, they cut a couple of your buddies. We'll let's, bring them on. Let's bring, let's them, bring them, over. them on over. Bring them over. Come on, Donald Driver. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. All right, let's go. Let's go, Raymond. He knows sports. I'm intrigued by a lot of guys. And he's very humble. I go away, this show dies. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. Is the DS4 or 7, by the way? All right, Stump Rothenberg brought to you by Jackpot. You see what I've done here? I've rolled up my sleeves. Can you stop texting for a minute? I wasn't texting anything. I'm trying to do research for my question. Your question ready to go? Yeah. All right, we'll get to yours in just a moment. We start how we always start and bring in, and I'm going to need your help on this one, Andy and Merrick, who has an NHL question. Good morning, Andy. Good morning to the original NIL and Rothenberg. What's up, fat face? Oh, no. NIL stands for not in lineup, still getting paid. <laughs> I mean, that was funny. That's yeah, not even They right. called him fat face. Well, he's not, because I knew he was coming out. Like, I knew NIL stood for something. I liked it. I it thought it was clever. It was, it was a good job by you. All right, what do you got? All right, so there are currently. 12 organizations that have never hoisted Lord Stanley's Cup. Two of them have been scuffling for more than 50 years. Name them. To never win the Cup. More than 50 years, no Cup. But they've never won it. That's correct. <sighs> I mean, Toronto's been forever, but they've won it. Um... Rick, are the Sabres over 50? They got to be over 50, I would think, right? Sabres haven't won it. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that, RJ. Love you still. 1970, their first so that's season. And how about the Canucks? The Canucks have not won it. Yeah, there Canucks. you go. That would be my... Sabres and Canucks. My man. There you Canucks. go. How, that was a good job. And I that was got one it. of Andy's better calls. And I got it before you did. Yeah, it's a good NHL question. Did, on you, did you know that terrific, right off the bat? Terrific insult. It was a good insult. It was a good question, and it was right quick. Right off the bat, no, it would have taken me more time to think about it. So you're yeah. impressed by no, that well a little bit. All right, let's go to uh, stay hockey. I'm going to give you a chance at this one. Jared in Morganville. Good morning, Jared. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Who was the first New York Islander goaltender to record two 30-win seasons? Got to be Billy Smith, no? There's going to be a trick here. Is, is, it, it, is, it, is it you? I don't know if it's me. I'm hoping it's me. I don't know if it's me or not. 
Could Billy Smith? Billy Smith had to win. What about Ozzy? Chris Osgood? But Chico Resch. Oof. Yeah, I don't know. I want it to be bad. I want it to be me. Badly. I want it to be you too. Really bad. But either see, I think I feel like he's is trying Jared, to get is Jared trying to be nice to me. I hope. Yeah, it could be. How about Kelly Rudy? Could be him. Kelly Rudy. He was good. He's good. He's all right. He was good, but yeah. he played a lot. Kelly Rudy's all right. Um. Who? I don't know. I don't know if I don't know I for don't, sure. I don't know it either. Um. Billy Smith seems so easy, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe. It, what about Halak? Halak had a couple of years. Was recent? that recent, though? In that storied franchise history that, that it just took to Halak to get to back-to-back? Can't be Sorokin, right? No. What, what's your gut telling you? I'm thinking you or Billy Smith. It's a nice company. Yeah, it is. Good company to be in. Wouldn't you know it if it were you? Would I know it if it was mm-hmm. me? I don't, I, dude. I, I I remember all the bad stuff. I don't remember much of the good stuff. Billy Smith was great. Billy Smith is awesome. I all mean, right, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go Billy Smith. Sorry, thirty nine. It is. Ah, uh, I knew it. I see. God forbid you know your own. Why stuff. couldn't you help me, Jared? Give me like a little hint, like hey, like God, a giggle. I I knew I knew it. I'm like, wouldn't it, wouldn't you know it if it was you? I don't, I don't know. know. I only know bad stuff. I was uh, was that the was the last one? Was that the question or the, the first, first one? First really? one. First to win wow. thirty games back to back. Yes. How good is that? Yes. I mean, how good do you feel about yourself right now? I don't he feel gave great. me the okie doke. I, I needed that though I after Andy and IL comment. I'll take that one. That's that not, not on you. Nice. That's let's, not on your record. Let's go to Jeff and Howard Beach. Jeff, go ahead. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey guys, I usually call during a frenzy, so I don't get the chance to say good morning and hello. But uh, hello, good morning and hello. How are you, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> and Dave, I'm great. I love your passion, bro. I love you. I swear to God. Um, but my question is, uh, I think you're gonna get it. Longest Maybe. football game ever played. Longest football game is the Chiefs Dolphins. We're we're obviously talking NFL here, right? Right, NFL? Yep. Okay, I think it's Chiefs-Dolphins, and I think it's 1971. Uh, you're too good, bro. Thank you. Thank you for that. It was a good job. 2-0, you're 2-0. No, we're 2-1. No, you're 2-0. No. I screwed you I, up. I, I should have known know my own stats. Uh, let's go to Loser. Charles in the car. Good morning, Charles. Hey, Dave. Hi, Charles. I'm going to take you back to probably one of the best days of your life. All right. 1997 Giants-Vikings playoff game. No, I'm not doing this. This is nasty. You're a bad guy. (laughs) The question is, who on the Giants botched the onside kick and who on the Vikings recovered it? I don't remember who recovered it. I think it was Chris Calloway botched it. That is correct. Yeah. Um, I don't know who botched it. It's a two-part question. I don't like the two-part question. That, that's one of the darkest days of my life. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know who recovered it because the second he he botched it, it I died inside. <laughs> What's the answer, Charles? The answer is Chris Walsh. I mean, does anybody yeah, care about you know? that? No. Do you want to hear a story about that? Kind of. Oh, by by the way. Because I am so aware of what's happening. I want to tell you that you're listening to DPH on Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN, WEPN-FM 
in New York. Well done. So I was at a wedding. I was dating a girl. We were down in Miami. You ever been to Vizcaya? Nope. It's this like unbelievable, fancy, artsy resort. Because you come from tons of money. It was her cousin's oh, wedding. All right. All right. She said, please, will you please go to the... Sure. I said, here's the thing, though. I have to. We have to be there in time, and I have to be able to watch the Giants game. So watching the Giants game in the hotel room, she's like, just make sure you're ready by 7. Fine. Game's at like 1. Game ends 430 because it took a long time. I said, I'm not going. She's like, what do, you, what do you mean you're not going? I'm not going. She goes, I swear to God, if you don't go to this wedding, we're done. You can leave right now, find yourself back to New York, and we will never speak again. I said, okay, fine. <laughs> I didn't I didn't leave. I went, to, I went to the wedding. Oh, you went to the wedding. Yeah, but I didn't talk to anybody the entire time. Nothing. I sat there. She's like, would you like to dance? Nope. You want to meet my cousin for the... Yeah, nope. So I'm here. And that's it. Just in, in body. That's it. Was, and what happened after that with the relationship? Uh, it didn't make it. No. It didn't make it. No surprise. And it shouldn't have. Yeah, no surprise. I, mar- I married the right girl. Let's go to Stephen Maplewood. Hi, Steve. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, guys. I was asking for the first and last name of the starting five of the only undefeated NCAA basketball team, Indiana University, 1976. Oh, all right. So Quinn Buckner was on that team. Yep. Mm, I think I think Ken, was Kent Benson on that team. Um, I'm I'm confident Kent Benson was on that team. Yes. Yes. Was Bobby Wilkerson on that team? Nice. Yep. He was. Yeah. The, he was the two guard. Yep. I don't remember if Abernathy st- Scott May, whose kid won a title with uh, with Carolina years later, Sean May was on that team. Yes. What do I have four? Yeah. Now I don't remember if it was Jim Cruz or Tom Abernathy who the fifth starter was. I'm gonna say Abernathy, and I think Cruz came off the bench, but I could be wrong. You got it, yeah! my friend. You see that? That right that, there is. That right there. That's why you listen. That's that right, th- why right there. You listen. And in fact, if you, I don't know if you noticed or not, the little slug that RJ put in there said NCAA question, very tough. Very difficult. Very tough. Nailed it. Boom. What do you got? This is why you listen. Uh, so we were just talking about the Dakota ratings and everything else. Uh-huh. So Aaron Judge, fresh off his MVP season. Can you tell me the last player to win back-to-back MVPs, please? Ooh. In either league? Either league. Most recent. Most recent. That's a good question. Back-to-back MVPs. I mean, Bond seems like it's so easy, but he's probably not the last. <sighs> Alex Rodriguez, did he win back-to-back? Bonds has has to be under consideration, but maybe it's uh, Christian Yelich. I don't think Yelich went back-to-back. I'm talking about one of the great, I mean, this is one of the great seasons we've seen. Great season. Followed up by another Amazing season. Another amazing season. Miguel Cabrera won the Triple Crown. I'm not saying anything. No, I know you're Just not. Just sitting here minding my business. Pool holes. 
I'm going to go Miguel Cabrera. Give him the ding. That's right. Yeah, Give buddy. me the ding! <laughs> give me the ding! Ding! Give me another ding! <laughs> I mean, you see what's happening. This right, is Right special. in front of your face. It's special. Uh, RJ, you ready? Five pack? <laughs> I, I don't appreciate the laughter. Uh, no, I know. I love it. All right. Here we go. College hoops. Give me one more ding, Raymond. One more ding. There you go. All right. This five pack is... This is going to be hard, isn't it? This is on the more challenging side. You're not messing around here, are you? But I think he'll do well. Uh, we'll see. Joe Alexander. West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Jared Dudley. Boston College. Eric Gordon. Indiana. Yeah. Josh McRoberts. You'd think I wouldn't know Josh McRoberts. You'd be wrong. Duke. And finally. You had me fooled on that one. I thought you were going to struggle with that one. Okay. This one, not easy. Not easy. Rodney Stuckey. Eastern Washington. Wow. Oh, what a day. <laughs> I am too smart. I am too smart. I think I'm done. Man just had a day. I, I think I'm done. Night into morning. Tuesday I mean, night into Wednesday morning has just been your time. You, you know what it was? You coach a team. You take them out there into the court. You lead them into battle. They come through in the clutch for you. They produce for you. They listen to the game plan for you. And what do you do? How do you respond and say thank you to those little kids? You go out there and you produce like right. this. Right, you show. You lead by example. Le- by example. You're not the you're not the kind of just going to sit by. You're not going to give the uh, the pump-up speech and then sit on the sidelines. Absolutely not. You're going to get involved. Absolutely not. Uh, a couple things from Adam Schefter. He says, today is the first day the Jaguars wide receiver Calvin Ridley can apply for reinstatement. Can you imagine if Calvin Ridley is anything close to what he once was? Uh, can I? I'm just saying, like, could you imagine how good their offense will be yeah. if he's, if I think he's it really was good? A, uh, it, was a smart, it was a smart move by Jacksonville. Um, and Carolina and Indianapolis discussed prominent offensive coaching roles with ESPN analyst Dan Orlovsky before he opted to remain at the network from wow. Schefter as well. How about that? How about that is right. Well, I mean, Orlovsky's made it perfectly clear. He, he wants, wants, to, be he a wants coach. to coach. Maybe time-wise doesn't make sense for him? Or just lack of... At some point, he's going to be a coach in the league. What did you say? It was Carolina and Indy? And Indy, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there's some... They could hire everyone at ESPN. They could have had Saturday and Orlovsky. Saturday, and had, like, yeah, the but it's... Louis Riddick? Who's, who's the quarterback's going to be? Yeah, this yeah, part of it. He's got young kids, too. He's got young kids, too. That's a, I mean, that's a humongous commitment. Of course it is. But, but at what point, I mean... If you're going to do it, you're going to have to do it at some point. Well, I know, but I think a lot of, like, when I told you, I mean, when I, me personally, said mm-hmm. that Mike Kafka should just say no to the to the Arizona job, it was now your name's out there, you become the new the new it guy. You see people are actually, like, there's a reason why the report came out. It's good for or, Dan. Or, or, Orlovsky is going to, yeah, Adam, um, Adam Sheftu, who I'm sure is very friendly with Orlovsky, did not leak this by accident. I'm sure Orlovsky said, of course, and he said, and, go with it. And he declined and went back to ESPN. Correct. So it's a quote. So these, but both of the, you know how these leagues work. Yep. Good for him. It's great He's going to get a big job at some point. He will. And that, that'll be great. Also, I, I forgot to do this. Uh, Stump Rothenberg brought to you by Jackpocket. Mega Millions is $84 million and Powerball is $57 million. So play official state lottery games on your phone with Jackpocket. Download the Jackpocket app and get your first ticket for free using code ESPN. Uh, must be 18 or older to play. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Visit jackpocket.com slash TOS for full, full terms of service. So um, Evan Drellick is going to join us in a couple minutes. Say, who exactly is Evan Drellick? He writes for The Athletic. He's the guy. He has a new book out yesterday who literally uncovered the entire cheating scandal with the Houston Astros. 
So he's going to join us in about, I don't know, 15 minutes from right now. I thought it would be interesting. So I, I guess it's now official, some of these new rules around Major League Baseball. We kind of take a tour around that, and then we'll have Evan in a little bit, and then we'll get back to, of course, you know, some more Mets and, and some Jets quarterbacking situation. So the rules that we know, right? Have you seen the new base? It's three inches it's bigger, bigger, but it, it looks a lot bigger. I think it looks so much bigger now that Ray, in all sincerity, said, did you see like that, that fake base they put next to the old base before the show? No. I think that's actually what it looks like. The new base is a lot bigger than the old base. Well, the old base is what, 15? It goes 15 to 18 inches. 15 yeah. to 18. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, you know what they're trying to do. I mean, this is this is Theo Epstein's thing now, is he is trying to bring back... They want to speed the game up. Well, they want to speed it do. up, but they want, I mean, they want to add excitement. They want to have more balls in play. They want to get back to seeing you know great athletes do amazing things. That's why the shift is gone now, which is going to help batting average. Is going to create more runners on base. They're trying to... You know, with the the pickoff, the pickoff rule, not even just the pickoff rule, it's just, I mean, just disengaging the mound. And then, you know, with the bigger bases, they want more action, man. They, 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 want, sure more sto- they want more steals. And the only way to do that is to make it more because these teams are so smart. And they, want, not, they want offense. They, they, they want to eliminate, and they have done. They've eliminated yeah, yeah. the shift. But just to, the reason why they have to do this, though, is, is because these teams are so smart now. That with you know all the different numbers and analytics and everything else is the goal will never change in sports. It's to win as many games as possible. Of course, and the reason why you do that is because everyone likes making millions of dollars a year, and the only way to ensure you keep your job is to win games. So if I got a bunch of different analytics that tell me if I shift this guy this way, we're going to win more games. Guess what we're going to do? We're going to shift guys this well, way. Of course, you so would. you have you'd to. Be, you'd be stupid not to. Right. So you have to eliminate it. And also, like, you can't just tell a team, hey, just go steal more bases. Well, they're going to say, like, no, if we don't steal, if we don't have, you know, if we don't steal the, you know, successfully 80% of the time, analytically, it doesn't make any sense. So how do we make it analytically more feasible? Base is, running is fun. Right. We make the bases bigger. Do like you remember, tra- and I, I know you do, because I know you're a big baseball fan, like the days of Vince Coleman? I mean, he'd get on base. Dude, it was they, were my, they were my favorite Rick, players Ricky Henderson, watch. Willie McGee. Like, these guys would get on base, and it, it, you, you're like, I, I can't, I can't. hang on a minute. We'll go do that in a second. Ricky Henderson's on first base. Like The guy's still 130 bases better. in a season. I used to love it. It was thrilling. So if you can bring even a little piece of that back, I think it'd be great. Now, 15-second, I mean, let's say shot clock, right? Nobody on base, 15-second shot clock. You have to get the pitch off within that amount of time. 20 seconds if there's a guy on base, and only two throws over to first. And in fact, it doesn't have to be a, it doesn't have to be a throw. Though. Right. We even we even did a little research. It's just stepping off twice. So once you've now stepped off twice, all bets are off. Right. So now if you were to step off and or throw a third time over to first and you don't get the guy, it's now a balk and he gets second base or I guess third if, it, if the case would be. Yeah, you're trying to get I me. Mean, you're trying to get more action, more runs, faster game, quicker pace. I, baseball is, I, baseball I, has turned itself boring. It is boring, and I love baseball. But love how many it. times do you watch a game? And you're like, it's so slow. It's, it's it is so it is slow. bland. Well, because it is slow. Well, and they, they're trying to eliminate that a little bit. Good for them. I, I will give them credit for this. Good for recognizing we have a problem. We don't want to manipulate the game and t- like we don't want to change the the emphasis of the game and just change the sport completely. But what can we do that we sit here in 2023 to make the game a little bit more exciting and a little bit more interesting? And I, and I think. That we'll wind up seeing that this season. Yeah, I think you will too. And there's going to be a lot of left-handed hitters that are pumped that you're not going to have, you know, a second base and second baseman in short right field. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. How, how many times? And I, I've seen this a ton. And try every to guess. Time, the, try to guess what the league-wide batting average was in 
2022. Uh, hang on, RJ, did you did you hear that? By the way, oh, yeah, you, I, was, you do I, another, I mean, he's he's he steam he steamrolled steam right, right by you, RJ. Did you hear the steamroll? You can't hear it. It's 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 deadly because it's silent. I mean, if you steamrolled another human being like this on the streets, they'd be flattened. Oh, so that's the point. But how do I go on now? Now you get up. Like you 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 basically reached into my pocket. And stole my wallet, and now want me just to continue with the segment. I said, "Well, how about this?" And he just, RJ was, he just said, "Well, how about this? I have something better. Whatever you have, I don't even know what it is. I have something better." So here's the way I think you have to handle this. Okay, what do I do? You have to pick a spot. Not today, because it's too obvious. At some point, when he steamroll a- asks him? you a question or something like that, you just you go in a whole different direction. See, that's not my style, though. But I think you have to point it out so that it's more noticeable. But I just pointed it no, out. No, but here's the here's my I'm making, here's I'm making my a thing conundrum. right now. I got steamrolled for no reason. You're trying, you're trying to admonish. No, you no. Need to. Here's my conundrum. He drives the show. Right. And now I know the second that something comes out of his mouth, he could steer us in a different direction. And why I'm steamrolling is to stop the vehicle and let him know that I'm still, I want to stay in this direction for one more second. I, I was going to say about something within the conversation we were having. So you're just, hopping, I don't know. You're just hopping into his lap and taking the wheel. So, right. so do, do you think, lap I mean, nap. do you think he feels comfortable on the show? Yeah. Okay. Do, do you think if we all of a sudden it's like, so Aaron Rodgers, that he couldn't have said, well, hang on, before we go to Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, let me keep us on baseball. I have one more point. You think he could have done that? It probably. Yeah, but no, just because you have 30 wins and back-to-back seasons for the Islanders and you're first one to ever do it, now all of a sudden, if you come out with an interesting point or you have something you want to say, I will steamroll you. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll be better. But a lovable, lo- a lovable loser. Sometimes I just can't speak sometimes. I accept your apology. All right, so question, because I like doing these games. And I get steamrolled again. Now it still doesn't work, but go ahead. The league-wide batting average last year was what? 242. Who? Oh, 243. Lowest. I mean, do you see what I do? Lowest since 1968. That's pathetic. It's bad. 243 is awful. 243 is bad. Yeah, I mean, listen, baseball has a problem, and this is a good first step to try to fix it. Can I say what I was going to say before? Say it now. Okay. How many times do you watch a game? You're watching on TV, and you don't know how the infielders are aligned, and the ball is crushed up the middle, hammered, and the second baseman's standing right there and makes a routine play. This is the problem with sports, though. There's so much money involved. And and these, I mean, and there's such a lack of patience that these these teams, these coaches, these GMs, they have to win as many games as they can. And the best way to do it with all these, I mean, there's a reason why they spend this much money on their analytic departments is give themselves the best chance. So they don't care about your entertainment. I I well they, they should, don't but but they should okay, because but it's, it's not, so, it's not their point, job to though. They shouldn't care, but somebody needs to be the go between that says. We need to figure out a way to make people care. Otherwise, we're going to wind up losing the game. And this is why these changes are being made. And the players will adapt to it. The players, the pitchers, as much and as they you want know to complain what, You know what's going to happen. It sucks. It, it's not what I'm used to. I can't do this. I can't get the ball and have to throw it in 15 seconds. Blah, 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 blah. And by the time you get to the All-Star break, it'll be like, oh, this is the way it, it's always felt like it's been. And it's better. This will be better for the game of baseball and for the fan. Okay, so how about this? So the pitch clock. So this was this was a stricter pitch clock when it was first uh, implemented. Okay. And this was in uh, the minors. It was a 14-second clock with the bases empty and an 18-second clock with runners on base. Over the first 132 minor league games with the new rules, the average game time was 2 hours and 39 minutes, 20 minutes shorter than the average time of a control set of 335 games run without the clock. 
How many times do you watch a baseball 20 game? Twenty minutes. And you love. I know. I know you do. I think you love baseball more than I do. How many times do you watch a baseball game and it's interminable? Like you get to it's the seventh long. and you're like, I. It sucks. But here's the thing, though. It's like when people like. Uh, Someone will come up to me and be like, uh, "Oh, that was a good hockey game last night, six five. I was like, "Yeah, it was a good hockey game," but I'm no like I'm not opposed to a, a one nothing game where it's just back and forth. You know, both totally agree playing. with you. Now I don't want every game to be one nothing, and I don't want every game to be six five. But give me a, a little mixing and matching. Yeah, there. but I don't mind like if the baseball game goes long and it's a great game and there's but a ton that's of action. That's, fine. But I don't want every uh, Yankees Red Sox every game whether Ugh. it's a great game or an awful game takes four hours and sixteen minutes. Long. I don't want it. And you know what sucks. Is that you watch a Yankees Red Sox game on Friday night at seven ten, and it ends at eleven thirty one, and then it's like, all right, we'll be back on the air twelve thirty tomorrow for the pregame show. It's like it's too, and I love it. It's just it's too long, it's too much, and this will help. Yeah, at least they recognize that they had a problem. I think they always knew they had a problem, but now they're finally trying to fix it. And you have kids. I mean, yeah. they can't concentrate for more than no. 10 minutes on anything. No, even playing it. My my kids will watch a game and watch like a TV show on their iPhones at the same time. So this is the generation we're in. Well, no, I mean it's no, it's no different than what a lot of people do now with baseball, anyway, though. I mean, you mean? say it all the time. You come home, you turn the baseball game on, and you're still doing. Oh, it's doing, just like a, it's yeah, a, you're it's doing, a feature in your home. Yeah, yes. you're doing other stuff. You're checking in, all right? And then you get to the seventh inning, two-two game. All right, let me let me settle in and really watch this. But yeah, I mean, and and the thing also is there's so much baseball. It's every night. It's it it never it never stops. I think that's why football is in such a sweet spot. Clearly, there's a problem in the NBA. Clearly. Yes. Hockey, I think, is, is still very good because the regular season has a lot of meaning and, and they take it very seriously. Baseball, it's just, it's so much. It's yeah, hockey's problem is night. more that it just doesn't, it doesn't translate. It's not a good television. It's not as good on TV as it is in person. Like, the NFL is better on TV for me than it is in person. The, that's why it doesn't why matter what perfect. happens in the NFL because you can't get enough. You can't but that's get enough. Why it's, but that's why it's so perfect. It's though. not oversaturated. If you go, it's great. If you're home, it's great. If it's Thursday, it's great. If it's Monday, it's great. If there's two games Monday, if there's games at 9 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, it's 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 perfect. The NFL, as we sit here right now, has it exactly, exactly perfect. All right. Well, this portion of the show is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus. Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. All right, I'm going to let you choose your own adventure a little bit here. You want to get to some calls, or do you want to hear from your manager of the New York Mets? I think calls. Okay. Let's go to Danny, Long Island. Danny, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, boys. Talking to a father. Just got a video of his son pitching in college. So it's baseball season. Let's roll. That's awesome. Congratulations, Danny. Thank you, thank you, sir. You know, the best, uh, the biggest thing that baseball can do is speed up the flow of the game, which is call more strikes. Every at-bat does not have to go to three and two. If you call more strikes, the bat is swings, the ball is put in play, and you have a brisk, you watch a game back from 30, 40 years ago, that's what it was, and that's what's missing now. We have a strike zone the size of a shoebox, and it's not fair to the pitcher. Now, baseball won't do that because in their head it takes away from the offense. But it doesn't take away from the offense because the batter is going to swing quicker. The ball will be put in play. And when the ball is put in play, good things happen. Exciting things happen. Things happen that we talk about the next day. Guy drops a pop-up. Ball drops in. Crazy play. Nobody's talking about a call strike three. So that's what they need to do. Forget what the funny-looking bases and the, the pitch count clock and the, the, how many times you can pick somebody off. They need to call strikes. And, and, and well, But, Danny, what, what do you want to do? Expand the strike zone. I, I don't. No, I, don't I, like I want to. I want to go back to a nineteen to a, to go back. Yeah, but to Danny, watching. I don't, Danny, you watch baseball as much as as anyone. Like, do you think the way that 
the way that these hitters now are programmed, that calling more strikes is going to help the offense? I mean, you still have to make contact with the baseball. They're going to have to – listen, every year in the NFL, we have major rules that go into effect. What This is now going to be – this is a point of emphasis. The, the referees obey what they're told, and the players get instructed, and they play. Baseball has umpires that refuse to call what the league wants them to call. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. You call a strike what it used to be. Not, go to watch a Yankee Classic, which they always win, by the way, and watch Ron Gidry or somebody from the 78 series or the 80 series, even go back to the early 90s. It, what, what used to be a strike in a two-hour and ten-minute game is not a strike in a three-hour game. And that's the reason why the game is so long. And you're right. You turn on a football game between the Seattle Seahawks and the 49ers, I'm in. I turn on ESPN and I'm watching the Mariners play the Giants. Yeah, you, nobody, nobody, has nobody, no, no, nobody has any interest. Nobody has any interest. Yeah, but I don't necessarily know. I get what you're saying, and I've heard a bunch of people say that. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily against what you're saying. I just don't know the way that, the way that people approach hitting now. With such an effort, you know, emphasis on you know, launch angle and hitting home runs, like they don't like the problem is that, that not enough guys make contact with the baseball. The, the next in step play. in my mind is you're going to have the robotic umpire, which I look forward. Okay, to. Okay, but again, I think you need to the best way to do what Danny is saying and get guys to you know, to put more balls in play is incentivize guys that hit over 300. Like yeah. wherever the money is, is what guys are going to do. Absolutely, you're a 312 hitter. You know what? Teams are interested in that. Not it's home run or bust. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. How about Raymond? He won. I mean, when the guest says, boy, that intro music really kind of sets the stage and the tone here. I mean, Santiago, you really are on point today, aren't you? See, that's what I strive for. Somebody comes on and says, hey, whoever's playing that music, great job. That's well, all you know I what need. happened. You know what happened yesterday. He no, tells a story with his music. Yeah, no Knicks, no Rangers yesterday. So, yeah. So he, he probably got, what do you think, seven hours last night? Too, but this is why I'm saying I'm pleading to management. Pay this oh, you man know, you know his what it, money. You know what? Valentine's night. Oh. He probably has. Sorry, uh, I made a mistake there. I thought that's what you were getting I at. No, he has a specialty you got out lady. The you got out the poison, right? Now you can think what? clearly. What? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> what, is, what is happening I'm sure here? you can say that. How, how about Why this? can't you say that? How, how, about, that how, how about this, by the way? How about this? So I'm at the game last night. We win. Victoria's so excited. Dad walks up to me. He goes, you know, I didn't think um, when I was listening to the show earlier today that uh, you were going to refer to uh, Peter North <laughs> during the show. I said, well, that's that's the beauty, of the, the show. beauty of the show. You never know where we're going to go. You never know. That's so right. Raymond, am I right? I plead the fifth. Sleep and release? Is that what happened? Uh, I plead the fifth. I, I, I don't understand. Do you don't want to get to the bottom of this? Wait, well, you, not, you can get to the bottom of it without... With, how do you know? Gra- Evan, just, Evan just said that we need to ask the hard-hitting questions to get to the bottom of the story. I don't know if that's hard-hitting. Yeah, you're crossing, you're crossing a line. I can't go There's to a his, line. You're like I, the Astros. You wait for the runner to be on second. You can't go right there. I can't walk into his apartment and start taking you're pictures st- like Evan did in the dugout. You're stealing signs right now. Can't do that. I can't get to the Take bottom. Take off your shirt. You have a, you have a buzzer right on your chest, don't you? <laughs> Somebody is is giving you Morse code of what to ask this guy. Stop it! <laughs> it's a very uncomfortable territory that we have now branched into right now. Raymond, I apologize for that. Uh, what can you? There's do? too much gray area. I don't know what, what the can, line what can is. You do? Buck Showalter. He spoke yesterday. Want to hear from him? Yeah, let's hear uh, from right, Buck. Here we go. This season is about the end game. 
I think we'll seek our level. I just won't feel confident we'll seek our level, whatever it may be, whatever the game and, and health. There's a lot of things that go into it, but you know, I just want to feel confident we're going to be as good as, as we're capable of being. That's what we're, we're trying to present. We're trying to set here. You know what it is. I'm as curious as you are to find out what it is. 100 games hard. You know, is our season a, a failure if we win 90, whatever number you want to come up with? It's about the end game, and initially, it's about when trying to figure out a way to be better in four teams. See, that, that's the thing. 90, 95, 103, 107, 84. I don't win care. The division. I don't, win the division yep. and go on a real run in the postseason. A failure. I, I, listen, I don't know what's a failure and what's not a failure, right? Everyone has their own determination. But losing to the Astros, I mean, to the uh, Padres in the first round last year, that was a bitter pill to swallow. You have to do better this year. Yeah, but it wasn't just that. My, my bigger problem was, was not just that, though. It was... I mean, it was setting yourself up exactly how you wanted to be set up for that Atlanta series. So it was the two biggest series. I mean, it was the two biggest you got series swept. Yeah, you got of destroyed. your season set up exactly how you were hoping to set them up. And it, you, I don't know if you felt like this. I clearly felt like like the steam was leaving the engine of the Mets at the end of the year, right? It felt it felt like they were on fume. I think the Marte injury crushed them. Crushed them. Um, they brought all the young guys up. They brought up Alvarez. They put him in a really Awful spot. difficult situation. Vientos, they tried to play him. Beatty, they tried to play him before he got hurt. Like, it felt like they were kind of panicking. And, you know, it was tough because that Atlanta series when DeGrom— And I remember you texting me. Like, DeGrom had two home runs in, like, the first couple innings. And you, you said, what is happening here? And when they got swept in that series, I, I remember saying it, and you kind of argued with me, but I stood by it, and I think I was right. The season ended that weekend against Atlanta. It completely fell apart that weekend. Yeah, but I didn't expect it to end the way it ended in that fashion. What with, with the Padres? Yeah, like just I mean, it just it was. I don't know. We spent that entire season just with I mean, this thought that this this was going to be the year, and then you get to the very end of it, and then you have the Brave series, and then to go out the way just against a, a San Diego Meekly. team. It's a good yeah, it's a good team. San, don't get me wrong, San Diego's a good team, but it was like, all right, here it is. Let's go. And it just was, it wasn't the fight that you expected. Yeah, they went out meekly. They lost the first game. The DeGrom pitched well enough to win game two. Remember, they brought in Diaz for, was it like a seven-out save? It was a lot. And then game three, they were hammered. And then Joe Musgrove completely outdueled them. So, again, you're excited by the season. You want to win the division. In the end, like in any sport, what you do during the 162, it matters. But it doesn't ultimately matter that much. It's what you do in the postseason. Like Buck says, they have to win. They have to go on and run this postseason. Look at the Phillies. Right. Right. The I mean, Phillies were a wild card team, and they went to, to the World Series. I think you said it perfectly. I mean, that's the the goal of a season is because it's it's especially baseball. It's a marathon, not a sprint. But the goal for any of these teams is is to put yourself in a spot where you have the best chance to make that run to a championship. And sometimes, you know, for teams that like the Phillies, it's about being. You know, guys are getting healthy. The right, everyone's hot at the right time. You you start to hit your stride. It. As opposed to running on fumes, now all of a sudden things are clicking and you're playing your best baseball and you'll ride that through to the World Series. Hopefully that happens for us this season. Mm-hmm. I still have I mean, I still have a concern that I mean the one thing we kept talking about all season what, long that last one season bat short? was that we were one bat shirt short. And that's why that is why the owner of this team, who's done an unbelievable job, decided that from Hawaii he wanted to pick up the phone and say, We got Carlos Correa. We felt like we were a piece away and he was the piece. Right. And I was with him. Well, I don't know how you couldn't be. And now I don't think you can kill them for him, his ankle. No, the fact absolutely that he, not. He couldn't pass muster. But he, but and I thought last year, and I was wrong, and I owned up to it. And I think you believe the same thing. 
don't you believe that if they need the piece this year, they'll go out and they'll make the big splash and get a legit, not not Vogelback and not Ruff and not those kind of guys, but like a really a big piece? Well, I think the clock is ticking, but here's the other thing, though. I, I mean, you got to understand, he's not going to be stupid about this. Yeah, he said he wanted to win a championship in the first three to five years, but he also said he wanted to be the East Coast version of the Dodgers. Right. Which means build up the farm system and continue to you know, compete and win championships. The best way to do that now is to go just spend the money. Spend a, the money now, build via the draft. But, but the deadline, you're not spending money. You want a big-time bat, you, you, have, make, you have to mortgage the future. And well, that's not un, something un, he really wants to do. Unless the big-time bat also comes with a long-term contract, okay. like, like Otani. Yeah, that could be part of it, but it also could be like as, as simple as maybe that big-time bat's already here, and he just needs the opportunity maybe. to go out and show you. Listen, let, let's see. They, they are a very talented team. I think they're going to win a lot of How baseball How many people games. thought that Jeremy Pena was going to be the— How many people knew who Jeremy Pena was? Well, I kind of told you that he was going to be a really no, no, good no, player, no. but I'm, I'm saying how many, how many, like real fans of baseball looked at Jeremy Pena and said, "Oh, you know what? Who the hell are you?" No, I think at a certain point you need to understand. Like, well, there's a reason why they let Carlos Correa walk away, but I think you need to also understand that when you have a team that's got you know good players, yeah, maybe Escobar has a much improved season. No, no, but I think there's there's opportunities. Like, there's always an opportunity if you. I mean, I tell you this all the time. The most important thing to do for a team is to be great at self scouting, knowing exactly having a pretty good idea of what you have. But when you have a team that's laced with a bunch of really good veteran players, there's a good opportunity to handpick one of those young guys and say, okay, hey, listen, there's no pressure on you. I don't need you to be like last year was Francisco Alvarez was going to jump and be the savior. It was desperation. Go, go hit that. Bat seventh. Do it all year long. We're going to give you the at-bats. And, and you're the guy. And let's see what happens. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.